3: Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four.
4: Sports Radio 610, Houston Texans Breaking News.
3: Well, while we're in here talking about Pop Tarts, strawberry, frosted, four to five sprays of uh, can't believe it's not butter, the Texans are out there working. Surprise, surprise. We're over here. Fiddle farting around and Nick Casario Nick, Nick and D'Amico Ryans are over there doing work. Uh, here's the breaking news. Aaron Wilson reports. The Texans have been awarded safety. Kareem Jackson off waivers from the Broncos. League sources confirm. He, he dropped out on about 14 minutes ago. It's getting getting confirmed over and over again as we, uh, as, as we speak. Big shout out to Justin Voorhees down in uh, in corpus christi man he's one of our one of our, our loyal listeners and uh he tagged me a couple of times tagged the station on it a couple of times appreciate you doing that justin um patrick man welcome to the show baby we got uh we got a little news and you damn right i use the uh, the, the breaking news sound this is kareem jackson baby this is rain boy right here this is uh this is big news look I, I think it's big news on on several fronts um and and first and foremost for all of us Texans fans out there, damn it, the Texans needed help. Jimmy Ward, injured again. Last time it was a concussion, comes back. This week, uh, gets gets smoked on the first play of the game and, and, and leaves the ball game, and he's and he's got a quad injury, right? So, um, cl- clearly, they need some help at the safety position. Oh, by the way, Jalen Petrie, in the game where Jimmy Ward leaves with a quad injury, Jalen Petrie is benched. Uh, you, you got you got Houston Carson and, and uh, Amos are, are your two starting safeties. Uh, are not starting, but two safeties that that played the majority, damn near all of the game last week at the safety position. So clearly the Texans, uh, their DB room, their safety room, is in need of some help. And in comes a familiar face to all of us Texans fans, Kareem Jackson. Obviously, um, head coach D'Amico Rhines is very familiar with Kareem Jackson uh, and what he's capable of doing, but for those that that didn't know, um, Kareem got suspended, hit with a hit with a uh, a good size fine. What did you say he, he did again? I know I know he, he obviously oh
5: with a head to head huh?
3: deal again, um, but there must have been I don't know exactly what went on in Denver, but when he came back and was and and was cleared to play, he wasn't active for the the Broncos. They they release him. The Texans claim him. I am a big Kareem Jackson fan. Uh, I understand that you got to you got to play the game a little bit cleaner. Yada yada yada. I get it. It's a violent sport. It happens. Um, and um, this is much needed help, Patrick, for the uh, for the Texans in the secondary.
5: First of all, welcome home, two five, <laughs> former first round pick, right? As a guy who you know he was once a, a part of one of the the best defenses we've seen the Texans field. Uh, Bama guy obviously knows uh, Miko well, as you said. Uh, look, They needed a veteran presence at, at the safety position. Jimmy Ward is that guy, and Jimmy Ward's having trouble staying on the field. And the fact that they went out and, and pick, put the claim in for Kareem Jackson, a guy who's been suspended twice this year, who's been ejected twice this year for for roughness rules. Man, this, this tells you, number one, Jimmy Ward might might not be playing this week.
3: He Just got put on IR. By the way, they just oh, that, there it that is. was that was a corresponding new move that they made. Was he goes to IR, done for the year. And this is you
5: know, look, we said he probably wasn't going to play. Well, now he's not going to play the rest of the season. And having a guy like Kareem Jackson to be that that veteran guy back there, that veteran leader, they know they're getting that kind of player. And it's great that Cream gets to kind of come back home. And this is look, this is the kind of move that you hope to be able to make to get a guy that can potentially make a positive difference for you off the scrap heap late in the season at a position you desperately need help at.
3: Yeah, a little, little bit of crossover. A couple of years of crossover there in D'Amico Ryan's uh, time with the Texans and 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 uh, Kareem Jackson's time with the Texans. So there's obviously some fami- familiarity there. And, and as we know, D'Amico Ryan, he, he, he leaves no stone unturned as it pertains to to uh, scouting players and, and, and knowing who you know who's capable of doing what. Um, I, I do, I wonder, and I haven't done the homework because we just heard about it, but I do wonder how familiar Kareem Jackson is with D'Amico Ryan's defense. Um, just in terms of how quickly can this guy get plugged in and play. I know he can get plugged in and be a backup and be an emergency guy and if you get in there, hey man, it's cover two. You know, your coverage has never changed, but they're there are a lot of moving parts with D'Amico Ryan's defense, as as in terms of of you know pressuring, um, pressuring a lot, dialing up a, bit, a lot of different pressures, disguising a lot, um, whether it's zone or man. They're, they're, they 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 it's it's not just plug and play. We've heard we've heard uh, the coaches talk about it, the, the defensive line. It's pretty simple. You plug and play. You 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 see ball, chase ball, kind of deal. But with the secondary, I, I think. Um, as you see, Jimmy Ward, a veteran, being a guy that that was brought in, trusted Petrie, a guy that for whatever reason can't seem to grasp what what the hell he's supposed to do, so he gets benched. Clearly, there's a little more to it in the back end of this of this defense, Patrick, to to just be able to to show up and and start and play and be an impact player. I, I'm I'm curious to see how quickly Kareem can get on the field because I know if he can get on the field, he can be an impact player. I'm I'm just curious to see how quickly he can get on it.
5: Well, you know, I know we, you've probably talked a lot about the injuries on the Texans' offensive line and how many guys are on IR. Well, Jimmy Ward going on IR, that's the fifth defensive back to go on IR, like, not coming back. Eric Murray, MJ Stewart, Graylin Arnold, Tabby Thomas, uh, now Jimmy Ward. All these guys on IR. You saw they picked up Des King, who, for whatever reason, didn't, didn't uh, fit in. With the Steelers, I wasn't sure why they released it to begin with. He's played pretty good for this team. He comes back, and he's making plays. Yeah. Uh, if you had me right now, who would you rather have uh, in the back as a starting center? Would you rather have it be Kareem Jackson or Adrian Amos? That's not a hard conversation
3: for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, look, the, the the Houston Carson kid and, and Adrian Amos, clearly they, they they have picked it up quickly, and, and boom, they can get out there and play. But, but as you – as these next two games unfold, you're gonna need guys that are that are game changers, guys that are impact players, and we'll see if Kareem Jack. We know if he gets on the field, what he can do. I don't think that I don't think that's left him yet. I, I think he was doing that. Unfortunately, he was doing some of it illegally in, in Denver, and it cost him some games, multiple games. But hopefully, he can get on the field and, and be an impact player that that we've seen Kareem Jackson be in in the past. We'll see. Kareem Jackson claimed. By the Houston Texans, uh, off waivers after being released by the Denver Broncos. You guys, you got something else to I'll tell you what,
5: you, we, they, we know this about Kareem Jackson. He's looking to lay lumber He's looking to to lay a big hit. We we talk about the Texans and the run defense and how, for the most part this year, the run defense is massively improved from a year ago, but they have moments where they break down. Adding Kareem Jackson, a guy that you know, big hitter, comes up, plays the run well, adding Kareem will only help them against the run, especially in big spots, and that veteran presence is going to help get those guys in the right spots because when you got a lot of young guys out there, when it's Petrie and DHC and Adrian Amos, maybe they're not always in the right spot because young guys, they, they don't have the same experience uh, as a veteran. Jimmy Ward was supposed to be, you know, the quarterback back there, di- directing everybody, directing traffic, getting guys lined up. You see how different the defense is when Jimmy Ward is on the field and when Jimmy Ward is not on the field, you now get that presence back on the
3: field with Kareem Jackson. Yeah, you do. Um, and, and, boy, Patrick, as you as you rattle off how many um, safeties, how many d- defensive backs ultimately have been placed on IR this year, Jimmy Ward being the fifth one, boy, it's crazy to think that you, you could still – I mean, look, I don't know what's going to happen with Jalen Petrie, but you could still look up right now and Derek Stingley, Stephen Nelson, your two original corners coming out, Des King being your your nickel defender. That he was he's been the best nickel defender for this for this football team before he got cut and when he was brought back. That that's that's obviously proven out. Those three guys. And then in the back end of it, again, no, nobody knows what's gonna happen with Jalen Petrie, but you could have Petrie and and Kareem Jackson. That lit with with five guys being put on the IR at the safety slash cover defender position. You could still be looking at those five guys being your starters if, indeed, you can you can make a make a playoff a wild card, but get one wild card spots. That's wild, man. It doesn't suck. That's wild. I mean, you you think like I, I didn't even you would be, like you think the conversation with five guys going on is like, man, how are they going to survive this? But in reality, it's like, nah, no, man. If, if Petrie gets his crap together, and and uh, Kareem Kareem Jackson ends up ready to plug and play. Good god, this secondary, you can argue it's better. And look, slot corner has been an issue for them this year. They they're down a couple of guys
5: and Dez is really, you know, like you said, he's been their best, you yes. know, th- slot yes. corner, third corner. Yes. Uh, you know, the guys who were supposed to play that role, that guys get hurt. Yeah. And that you St- Stevie, Sting, and King, those those three guys are going to be on the field the majority of your snaps. I feel pretty good about that. Those those are three really good players, and if if Petrie look, I, I think that Petrie had a bad game, and he'll get straightened out this week. Yes, and to have Petrie and Kareem on the field at the same time, I, I you know I think they're better. I think they're better.
3: Yeah, I agree. This this is gonna be fun to watch. I mean, what what a what a uh, boy if this one works out if Kareem Jackson works out. I mean, you, again, there's been multiple injuries, but man, you you got Thierry Tart, who. I heard, again, Johnny Harris talking on in the loop earlier. I mean, there there were games when when he was the problem on that defensive front beyond Simmons in, in Tennessee. Now, I'm not in any way, in shape, or form saying he's he's better than Jeffrey Simmons or even in the same category as Jeffrey Simmons. But when you line those guys up on the same defense, there were times when Tier Tartt still stood out in a big, big way. I mean, that that's added depth at the very least, if not a front-line starter down the road for the Texans that you've claimed off waivers and now you turn around and get Kareem Jackson two guys that could end up being really really clutch pickups by Nick Casario in these next two division ball games as well as if you get a uh, a berth into the, you know a wild card berth in the playoffs so we will see what happens there but boy that's uh, some welcomed welcomed good news on December the 26th for our uh, for our Houston Texans
1: White 80 White 80 Hit.
3: The Taxact Texas Bowl you guys ever been
5: I have been – it wasn't the Tax Act Bowl yet. Okay. Uh, it was still the AdvoCare V100 Texas I remember bowl. the
3: AdvoCare. I remember it was Academy, and now it's Tax Act. So I'd
5: been to the the AdvoCare, and I'd been to the Academy. hadn't been as a Tax Act Bowl. I've covered that game probably four times.
3: I did not – realize. I should have known. Hell, I'm on the board. I should have known. It's been around 18 years. I, I, did, not, I did not realize that. I, I know the number 10 stuck out to me. We were talking to David Fletcher a little earlier. Uh, the, the the GM over there that that puts all this stuff together, he uh, they've been they've been around eighteen years, uh, ten of which they've been a Big Twelve SEC matchup game. So I knew the number ten stuck out for something, but but SEC Big Twelve in this part of the country it does not get any bigger than that. And this year the 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 Tax Act Texas Bowl has got a tremendous matchup. The Texas A and Aggies. Versus the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Say what you want about uh, the, the Aggies. Yes, they've had uh, arguably their best player on on offense and best player on defense. Both of them have have transferred out, or one of them's in the transfer portal. The other one already declared that he went to to Ole Miss, the 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 all world defensive lineman at the head. But the Aggies, the way in which they've recruited the last four or five years, they're still as talented as damn near anybody in the country. Maybe with the exception of some some of the top ten teams. They they are unbelievably talented. And Mike Elko having a new them, having a new head coach. And this is the first chance you get to to, to really put it on a line for that guy. He's he's been in, in the in the role for a while now. For a, how long has Mike Elko been around there? At least a month, right? Yeah,
5: he he's been, well, they fired, they fired Jimbo, what, about four weeks ago, four or five weeks yeah, ago? Yeah,
3: so it's been a has been rough, roughly a month since Mike Elko's been there. Don't they're talented. They got talent in the locker room. And now those kids have a – the kids have decided they're going to stay and they've got a reason to give it everything that they've got for Mike Elko. I would be shocked if you don't see – and I know there's been some coaching changes. Hell, my alma mater, Arkansas, has their offensive coordinator from last year, Bobby Petrino. But all that change, I I mean, I I believe that this team will be hungry as hell. They'll be prepared. They'll come out and they'll put on a hell of a showing. And then Mike Gundy and them Oklahoma State Cowboys. uh, Is Ollie Gordon playing? Is Is he an underclassman?
5: I don't know if he's going to play yet.
3: He he's an if he's playing, he is an absolute monster.
5: I, I will tell you the first Texas Bowl I ever covered was the first year it was Big Twelve a uh, Big Twelve and and uh, SEC, and it was uh, your Arkansas Razorbacks putting a whooping on the Texas Longhorns. Uh, that was the year we got the championship belts. Yes, which was which was cool. it's How they've they've always had really cool uh, things to give you. Like if you were covering the game the day before the game, they'd have a media you know meet and greet session and. Uh, media reception and they had everything was always first class and you can tell you know the difference in this game how it was how it's been taken over the last 10 years that the very first year it was SEC big 12 they set an attendance record very first year there were over 71,000 people in the building after only having 32,000 the year before for Syracuse and Minnesota which look nobody down here gives a flying rat's tail <laughs> Syracuse and Minnesota. But since then, there's all, there's always been a, a Texas, if you want to adopt LSU as Texas uh, team, because it's been UT, Texas Tech, a and UT, Baylor, a LSU, Texas Tech, and now back to AM. and I know a had a very disappointing year this year, but I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that they really had no way of replacing Connor Wegman. And when they get him back next year, that office is going to look a lot
3: different. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You will get a little, little peek behind the the Mike Elko curtain of the of the Aggies. We'll see. By the way, Ollie Gordon, the second. Now, I'm assuming he's going to play. He's only a sophomore. I believe he won the Doak Walker Award this year, um, best running back in in college football. He he is he is impressive. 1600 yards this year as a sophomore for the Oklahoma State Cowboys. 20 touchdowns this year, y'all. He's he's uh, he's fun to watch. So. Uh, that, that's going to be a hell of a football game. If you if you're in the football mood on December the 27th, there's still tickets available. Uh, get out there, take your son, take your kiddos, whoever it may be. Get out there and, and enjoy a little uh, football in, in our beautiful city uh, of Houston. All right, I, I talked about the Damian Pierce, the Damian Pierce stuff. Um, this is again football horny audio. I, I like to bring it. I like to bring it to the folks. Damian Pierce gave us a, a couple of clips. I'm going to have that for you, and we'll discuss next.